Welcome to Jim Prevor's Perishable Pundit Podcast, where the subject may be perishable, but the insight isn't. This is Episode 1. A terrible sadness is the appropriate emotion as the nation wrestles with the public protests following the death of George Floyd at the hands of the police. What we got as a nation was riots. The attacks on companies such as Walmart retail stores in Chicago shows the likely consequences of the riots will be to hurt those the protesters intended to help. My name is Jim Prevor, and I'll be right back to discuss the story. Ken Whitaker here to talk about Produce Business Magazine. Have you ever stopped to think about ways you can learn how to do your business better? Obviously, you're listening to the podcast because you know you can learn something and do business better. At Produce Business Magazine, we know you are bombarded by news of all sorts. But our view here is there is more to doing a better job than just reading news. For 35 years, we have been the only publication in the industry written in a longer form of multi-sourced journalism that cuts through the news clutter and delivers meaningful information that buyers continually rely on. Whether it is marketing, merchandising, management, or procurement advice, buyers look to produce business to help them improve at their job of buying and selling more fruits, vegetables, and flowers. In 1985, when we were founded, the world was a totally different place. But our mission has always been the same, to initiate industry improvement through thought leadership and having the courage to tell it like it is. Check us out at ProduceBusiness.com. There's little question that George Floyd was abused by his police captors, and a simple listening to the recording of Mr. Floyd's arrest scene heavily implies that Mr. Floyd was killed by the police officer. We don't know to what degree Mr. Floyd's treatment was motivated by race. The police officer who is primarily charged, Derek Chauvin, had a reputation as a hothead, He seems to have moonlighted working at a nightclub and knew George Floyd, who also worked at the club. George Floyd was no saint. Uh, He had been arrested many times, spent five years in jail, and held a gun to the belly of a pregnant woman to name just a few things. All this, of course, doesn't give a police officer the right to murder someone, nor does it excuse the police officers on site from failing to object and failing to prevent such impermissible behavior. Although some have urged massive efforts to defund the police, and like all human beings, some percentage of police officers are going to be bad people, the reality is that the poor and most vulnerable parts of our population depend more on the police and would benefit from more and better trained police officers not defunding. In other words, if you want to help black people, especially poor black people, we really need to fund more police officers and provide better training. There are other issues. Getting rid of bad cops is difficult, partly because of union rules. But which party will stand up to weaken the police unions? 
In Chicago, there was a battle for years as Walmart fought to win the rights to open stores in the city. It eventually won approval primarily because it paid off its opposition by agreeing to a, quote, community benefits agreement that included donating $20 million to various causes supported by local politicians and unions. Think of it as an unofficial tax that the mayor and city council could impose, but could also dedicate the funds to their allies and friends. Walmart thought Chicago an important market and paid up in order to enter the city. But things have not gone that well. The Wall Street Journal ran a piece titled Chicago's Walmart Plea, pointing out that Chicago has the third highest real estate taxes in the country, and that with underfunded government employee pension plans, these taxes are expected to rise. Chicago needs stores such as Walmart. Not only do they pay taxes and provide jobs, but they provide fresh foods that transform food deserts to providers of healthy meals. So Chicago is pleading with Walmart and others to invest and reopen stores. But the mayor has made no promises to provide more effective police protection in the future. Walmart's a big company. Perhaps it will invest to be seen globally as the good guy trying to rebuild the city. But in the end, all businesses have to make money. If they don't, one day they will close. That day may be closer than we think. The Wall Street Journal article goes on to cite a University of Illinois study that found 42,505 African Americans have left Chicago between 2010 and 2016 and explains the cause. Quote, under-resourced or closing schools, rising rents, violence, and few economic opportunities characterize conditions in many majority black neighborhoods in the city's south and west sides and are contributing to the exodus of residents and families from these communities, end quote. Of course, it's not only Chicago that will see businesses leave. The CEO and owner of Seven Sigma, a designer and builder of high-performance polymer and metal components and assemblies for many industries, is irate that the police in Minneapolis did nothing to protect his employees or factory. He has announced that he will relocate the company. Again, fewer jobs, fewer taxes, a diminished future. Nothing that will help the local black population or the local community. In an age of social media, it's highly likely that many acts of malfeasance by officials such as police officers will become widely known. If this leads to new policies that ensure better hiring, better training, and quicker discipline for public officials who abuse their role, that will be a very good thing. If, however, the frailties of human nature lead to riots and destruction, this is unlikely to help those who have little to begin with. This is Jim Prevor. Thanks for listening.